This episode is made possible by PwC. Invest in a cooler future and be part of the climate solution. Critical challenges require critical thinking, and that's why ESG is part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. After a rain delay, Joey Manessis comes up big. I'll discuss next on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. Your number one source for Nats talk, updates, and insider information. This is the Talk Nats Podcast. to this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. So when you're using your podcatcher of choice, make sure and hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you will know when the new podcasts are available. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Talk Nats. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Take 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code MinuteCast at Manscaped.com. So in this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, we talk about the inclement weather last night. Some people say it was botched, you know, that the rain delays just happened at the wrong time. And the game ended up ending much later uh, than it really needed to. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But just to get it going here, talking about some roster moves for your Nationals. The Nats make it official, selected Andreas Machado and optioned Amos Willingham to AAA Rochester to make room for Machado on the 40-man roster. Victor Robles was transferred to the 60-day injured list. Uh, A bit of frustration surrounding um, Robles. It always seems like he's going to be coming back, and then it keeps getting pushed back later. But ultimately, I kind of like the look of this outfield. I know that Robles was showing some potential uh, this year, definitely an improvement over last year. But Robles, who said earlier this week he feels much better now isn't eligible to return from the IL until late August. I say let the guy get his rest. I like Stone Garrett in the outfield. I like Call in the outfield. Um, I like the way Lane Thomas. um, I like the way this outfield looks for the most part right now. It's going to have to do in the interim. Let's face it, there's no real option for anything else. This is what we have right now in the outfield. Um, and I'm feeling optimistic uh, about what, what what lies ahead, you know, what the Nationals did at the draft. Uh, this season, for the most part, for me, is assessment. Who stays and who goes? Um, kind of the frustrating part for me as a Nationals fan is that the players that are the cream that are rising to the top are the names that are being thrown around uh you know as far as trades are concerned i've heard lane Lane thomas's name out there i've heard um uh, candelario's name out there so that is frustrating for me as you know candelario was a guy that came here let's face it uh, a lot of people had some reservations about what kind of player he is going to be but you know i'm here to tell you i think that jamer 
Candelario has done a pretty excellent job at the third base position. Is there a, a, a better third baseman in Major League Baseball? Of course. But I think that Candelario, uh, just listening to the different beat writers and the different podcasters that were out there when that move was made, they were like, oh, a depth move at third base or this and that. I think that Jamer Candelario has been an excellent addition to this team. But he is the name that I'm hearing thrown around more than anyone else uh, as far as trades are concerned. Um, I guess it, it depends on the on the return, right? Um, if it's, you know, uh, if it's an improvement, then I say yes. But I do not want to make a trade for trade's sake. Um, I think that Candelario is a good stopgap until they find their uh, third baseman that they perceive to be the everyday third baseman of the future for the Nationals. But... I, again, to reiterate, I do not want to make a trade for trade's sake for Jamer Candelario. If they can find a viable option as an upgrade, I'm all about it. As, as far as Lane Thomas is concerned, I, I'm pretty against the idea of moving Thomas. I just, again, it would have to be a tremendous upgrade. I think that Lane Thomas has been one of the bright spots, a silver lining in a pretty abysmal season. All right, so coming up straight ahead, we will talk about the game last night. Rain delays playing a Colorado Rockies team that's not that good, and yet this Nationals team has struggled. What was it all about, and who came up huge? I'll talk about it straight ahead. News. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using promo code MINUTECAST for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all the stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the beard hedger this thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces first off this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that's right a face grooming doesn't need to be hard get 20 different beard lengths in this episode is made possible by pwc it's getting hot out here are you prepared for a more sustainable future critical climate challenges require critical thinking Move from theory to action with a human-led, tech-powered approach that can move the needle on the mercury, but also help you build trust and drive positive change for your business and for our planet. ESG is part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof so you can shave in the shower to avoid all the hair in the sink. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code MINUTECAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code M-I-N-U-T-E-C-A-S-T Manscaped Beard Hedger One Stroke One Guard 20 Lengths. And now a special promo for Talk Nats listeners. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is now open. Located just two blocks from Nats Park in a premier waterfront building on 230 Water Street Southeast on the first floor. Come train like a champion. And how's about a special promo for the local Talk Nats listeners to get their first class free using code MayweatherNats23. That's promo code MayweatherNats23. Or just call the studio or stop by and tell them you want the Nats discount. 
All right, welcome back into this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. Once again, take 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code MinuteCast at Manscaped.com. Well, it was a rain delay, and uh, Joey Manessas showed up and does what he does best and deliver clutch home runs. That is what he did. Uh, let's face it, before the rain delay, the Nationals were trailing. And uh, they're trailing against a pretty horrible uh, Rockies team, all things considered. Uh, but they found a way to pick up the dub. And uh, I guess that ultimately I am not going to complain about it too much. Uh, you know, they, they got the result that they were looking for. Uh, they got the win. I wish that it wasn't, you know, such kind of a sloppy play out there at times. But the one thing I'm saying is that Stone Garrett is really, for me as a Nationals fan, cementing his future in the outfield. And I understand that, you know, what the long term for him is, I'm not sure, but I am always impressed when Stone Garrett is out there, if it's in the field or at the plate, the Nationals really kind of have to find a way to keep him in there. The rain delay in which it never rained hard enough for the infield to be covered was frustrating. The second rain delay in which it did actually rain and sent everyone running for cover in the top of the seventh was more frustrating. And that was one of the things that was spoke about uh, from a lot of the different beat writers is that the, the people calling the games, the umpires, the rain delays, they kind of botched the whole thing. And uh, it ended up making the game last much longer than it had to. But in any event, Joy Manessa's three-run homer in the bottom of the eighth capped a four four-run rally and propelled the Nats to a much-needed victory on the heels of what was an extremely ugly loss the previous night. Um, and it was there was only an attendance of 18,182. Listen, this is all the perils of having a team that's in a rebuild. Uh, until there is a winning product out on the field, the attendance numbers are going to be low. But what is it about of course, is having butts in the seats. And, uh, you know, the thing of it is, is they need that that player on the field that everyone is going to show up and want to see. And years earlier, it was Juan Soto or Bryce Harper or Steven Strasburg. You know, just kind of take a look around Nats Park. Who are the jerseys that people are wearing? And most of the jerseys that I see are players that are no longer on this team, are injured. Um, you know, I see, uh, you know, a handful of Manessis jerseys. I've seen uh, a couple gray ones, but there are not, you know, those jerseys that you see commonplace. Years ago, it was Rendon jerseys. They need a, a winning identity, but that will come in time. That much I know for sure. The Nat Nationals trailed four to one when the evening second rain delay disrupted the top of the seventh when the game resumed at 1059. That's when they came back. So it was a sparsely attended um, game, suffices to say. But, you know, the, the arrow's pointing up. It's not so much frustrating as it was a little tedious, Manessa said via his interpreter. Just a little boring the way you get yourself warmed up. And then you have to stop and do it all over again. But it definitely was the satisfactory to be able to, uh, and I think he meant satisfaction to be able to pull off the win, especially because it, if we would have stopped the game because of the rain delay, we would have lost the game. And then what I talked about before, Stone Garrett coming up in beast mode. Stone Garrett's homer off Brad Hand in the bottom of the seventh got the things going. Uh, that gave the run right back to the top of the eighth, no matter because there was one last sustained rally by the home team in the bottom of the seven. Uh, C.J. Abrams 
you know, he's really kind of just proving his worth. Uh, I don't think there was ever any doubt that he is going to be, you know, that premier player on the Nationals for teams to come. And Kyle Finnegan quickly rose in the bullpen to begin warming, and the right-hander then pitched a scoreless top of the ninth to seal the Nats' fourth win in five games on this homestand rights mass. And so... Uh, there are no dreams of, you know, grandeur for this year, but what it's about, like I've said, to reiterate, it's about assessing talent. What is this Nationals team going to look like in years to come? What players should stay? What players should go? I think they should pump the brakes on some of the trade talk unless we ultimately know, you know, is it an uh, is it a great upgrade? I just don't want to, to trade away a player that has some great value. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. And I'll talk to you again next time.